Hi guys, and welcome back to the Faces podcast. Today I want to talk about something that just popped in my mind, and it is this correlation between an algorithm and manifestation, and how they are, like, in this certain way, if you look at it, it's the exact same format. And obviously nature's way came first, and like, the whole like everything humans do is completely unoriginal like the way that we do it is new but like the principles behind it is anyway um (laughs) anyway what i'm trying to say is the algorithm and the model of the algorithm the model of like a, a social media feed follows the algorithm follows not the algorithm follows the Uh, model of manifestation and to take algorithm as like the universe right and when you're doing what you do on social media scrolling through tiktok doing your thing right you're gonna come across things especially in the beginning and all throughout it where you're like i don't really fuck with this so what do you do is like essential And it's the same essential step in manifestation. What do you do about it? Do you sit there and do you hate watch? You know, you consciously know, I'm not not enjoying this video. It's not bringing me anything. Anything tangible, anything that I... Nothing. I'm hate watching, I'm in this theta state, and I'm just in this trance, and I'm just allowing... I'm allowing this app to, you know woe is me and (laughs) I'm just watching it happen or you're like interactive with your feed and you're like oh I don't like this swipe uh it's not my vibe swipe eh swipe yeah but swipe right and like manifestation I feel like the whole like energetically is the same way whereas like I have this thing and the universe is like the algorithm in this whole story and you're just hate watching your life unfold and it's like okay yeah Well, you seem really sad, but you keep watching it. So we're going to keep giving it to you. It's like, what? <laughs> it's um, it's all making s- this whole story that I'm creating and this like analogy of the two is making so much sense in my brain because I'm just envisioning a human swiping through their TikTok. One human is swiping through going, I don't like that, I don't like that. So inevitably, the universe and it's the more you swipe, the more you find things that you do actually like. And then you do actually start to watch them. And then the algorithm goes, okay, we see what you like now. The universe is the same thing. It's never going to say no to you. That's People get this idea that the universe is saying no to them. No, it's always going to say yes to you. Always. Literally always. It's the question that you're asking. It's are you hate watching and attracting more of it? That's this whole idea of like you attract your 
you're whatever. I don't, I can't even, I don't even feel in the mood to be mocking anything at the moment. I'm just like truly <clears throat> blowing my own mind because it's so in front of us, this model. It's like so in front of us and we work with it every single day by saying, oh, we don't like this video. Okay, well then it's not going to give us any more of the video. But it's like the conscious choice that you have to swipe on the video. You have to swipe up and not just continue to watch it because that's what's in front of you. And, you know, for there's a million reasons why we put ourselves... Why we put ourselves in the middle of these stories and, like, we attach all these narratives around why we're seeing the video. Because we're a bad person and so we attracted that or we whatever and this is just how our lineage is and like all of these things we attach all of these stories based on and it's not to like diminish your belief like it could be really very true to you it's what you believe but it may not be what you know to be true underneath a superficial belief that you were given or picked up along the way and now have just marinated in because again you've just decided to hate watch and you maybe didn't consciously know this whole idea about like the algorithm is the more that we used it we understood that oh well if I don't watch this video then I get less videos like that we had to learn that process right like it wasn't like I, I would assume it wasn't that the first person got on TikTok and understood the way the algorithm worked. And we still don't. That's like, I don't know. I don't know. I just, <laughs> it's something that I just thought of and I felt like sharing because manifesti manifesting and just the whole idea of attracting and these universal laws literally seem so abstract and at the same time so fucking surface level and it's just like people don't believe that they actually are manifesting their reality because why would I manifest this for myself I don't know sis you tell me and I'm talking to myself too like, <laughs> I'm talking to myself too, okay? It's just, you know, you can have a good idea and not fully live it. The whole idea, though, is like that you try and live it, that you start making choices, that you swipe up on the videos that you don't like, that you don't just hate watch your life. And I think there's this piece where people don't want to do anything about it because hate watching can be so easy. Sure, emotionally, it can be absolutely draining, physically, emotionally, spiritually, otherwise. But, like, in some way... A lot of us are just used to hate watching 
And so the idea of us actually getting involved and doing the swiping ourselves and doing the arranging, doing the, you know, the co-creating just sounds like way too much fucking work and re-traumatizing ourselves emotionally seems way fucking easier because that's what we're used to. That's what we saw, that's what we were taught, and that's what seems easiest. When it's like if we could just step into this role of witnessing our life and therefore trying to make our choices from a I want to say unbiased, but at the same time, I don't really find that to be the word I'm looking for, but we'll just go with it. Sort of from this unbiased lens, this witnessing lens of like, I'm not going to attach myself to this story. I'm not going to attach myself to this video. I'm not going to attach any narratives about myself, about who I am because of this thing that I'm seeing happen in my life. It's like we relate to our, if we relate to our experiences in a new way, then the experiences look different. It's just the lens that we're looking through. Because I feel like it's so different if you're watching your TikTok and you're going, I just want to be on TikTok to numb myself out. And because I've already cleaned my house or I haven't cleaned my house And both of those things are making me feel like I want to get on and kind of void out for a while, which I totally get and I partake in. It's just the difference of, oh, I'm just going to keep watching this because I would rather be watching this than watching my, watching myself change it because the idea that I can sit here and just be in a shitty situation sounds more true than the story that I can change my situation but you can it's as simple as changing your fucking tiktok feed because again this whole idea that the universe is saying no to you that the universe like isn't gonna give you what you're asking for is fucking bullshit. It's doing that right now. It's just what you're asking for is what you're getting in return. It's saying yes to you. You're just asking for the wrong shit because you're not taking time to look at the question you're asking. Which brings us back to the whole idea that you don't think you're worthy of asking the question in the first place, of taking the driver's seat in the first place. So how do we get you to a point, how do we get ourselves to a point to where we can actually and truly start to act as if we are worthy of making choices? I'm not saying that you need to believe right away. You just need to get off the couch, start after you've listened to this and just believe that you can do it. Like, that's not what I'm saying. Get the idea in your head that just the simple idea of you changing your life, of you getting in that driver's seat is possible. Just the idea that it could be possible. I'm not saying you need to fully be integrated and understand it and just be living it. 
now that the, you know, because that's ridiculous. And I think that's where a lot of this, I, the idea of manifesting, the idea of the law of attraction becomes super, well, superficial and surface level because there is no under layer. There is no nitty gritty to it. It's just like, I'm going to start changing my feed because someone told me I could start changing my feed. Well, no, you have to get to the reason why you didn't think you deserved to plan your feed in the first place. And how to get there is to start to think and to start to imagine yourself changing it, to start to live as if you could change it, to start to see what comes up when you believe it, what limiting beliefs, what thoughts try and inhibit you from moving further. It's not just like saying it, getting up and believing it. It's like once you start to try and plant the seed, what sort of thoughts, what sort of barriers, what sort of tension forms, and where does that tension live in your body? And where and when was the first time you felt that tension? And how could that have situation gone differently? And if that situation's at anywhere happening in your life at the moment how can you take back the story how can you take back your power how can you change the narrative and do it differently not because making that one decision at that one spot in time is going to change your whole subconscious belief around why you couldn't have this why you couldn't do this why you couldn't blah 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 but it's because you're creating new neural pathways to bring you to a, an entirely new belief. It's not a, I look in the mirror, I tell myself the same shit, but then I go out in my day-to-day -day life, I do the same shit, and I believe the same limiting beliefs, and I don't look at them at all. I believe them to be true, I act as if they're true, but then I... I what? I look at myself and say I'm pretty that I'm loved, I don't believe that. So then we get, we fall into this other trap of manifesting and this whole shebang being something else on your to-do list. It's just another thing you've got to do. It's just another thing you've got to tell yourself. It's just another motivational quote. It's just another writing on the wall now because there was no oomph there was no shovel and there was no digging so it's like no manifestation is real that's i don't really think that's a question anymore but if it still is it is and you are manifesting and use the analogy use the the vision of it being literally just like an algorithm it's going to give you whatever you want it to give you. What are you asking it for? What are you showing it that you deserve? What are you showing it that you want? What are you showing it that you... What, what capacity are you showing the universe? Are you showing the algorithm that you have? For joy, for love, for acceptance, for freedom for abundance 
so yeah, <laughs> I just, I'm rolling with this idea that I can let these creative spurts I have exist as creative spurts, and whether or not I actually get up right now and well it's not whether or not it's when I fail at doing what I say can I change the narrative that you're bad you didn't know that shit in the first place and I don't know what you were talking about and any other thought that came up can I stop that story in its tracks which the more I start to do that the easier it becomes to believe that that story is bullshit and say no because this is the story and this is the new belief and this is how I actually am so this is me on that journey which is in saying I just drop whatever the fuck I want for the sake of being creative and that's it It's like, I listened to Glennon Doyle's podcast today, and they were talking about, she was talking with this author, and Cheryl Stray, Strayer, I think is her name, and she chose her last name, and I think that's so badass, and I feel like one day I will change my name. I've always talked, like, I've always envisioned myself changing my name, like, even when I was like in elementary school, I had like, it blew my mind that you could change your name. And I always wanted to. And I just feel like that, it, that kind of concept of changing your name has followed me throughout my life. And I think one day I actually will. Um, anyway, <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, well, they were talking about how people ask her, how do you write a best-selling book? And she was like, you don't write a best-selling book, you you write a book. You get comfortable in your mediocrity and you you write a book. You write your book. It's not a book to you, but the idea that it will be a book to another person is completely okay with you because it's your book. It's not anyone else's book and it doesn't have to be the greatest best-selling book when you put it out because it's just your book. And when you put out your creative outlet, it doesn't, it's officially not yours and the way people receive it, the way people perceive it is, is no longer up to you. And I'm getting more and more comfortable within this idea and just creating for the hell of it, for the fuck of it, and for the sake of creating. And honestly, my, my most... Well, I don't know if I can really have an unbiased look on this, but I feel... I'll just say how I feel then. It feels scary to put out episodes that aren't really in the format of many podcasts that I listen to. Many podcasts that are really successful where there's a guest and things are pretty much set up and there's a question to question or if there's not a guest it's it's super straightforward and uh it's probably scripted a lot of it and whatever 
these this idea that I don't operate that way all the time and that being okay and that being valid and this being for me is um it's new and it's um so far it's been pretty good I really enjoy not super stressing about but do I have all the points made like do I have a good understanding because when I sat down to film to film I always say film fuck it when I sat down to film this I was I only really had this vague understanding this vague idea this vague nugget that I could correlate the algorithm with the universe and how the algorithm just takes after the universe and how you interacting with your TikTok feed is the exact same thing of you interacting with the universe. It's just the different device and the different modalities that you use to get there and the different ways that you're going to use your mind and the different beliefs that you're fucking with. But it's all the same model, truly. And that's really all I understood and here we are. How many minutes later, 20 minutes later, with basically a whole ass episode. And I just was like, I don't really know where this is going. I don't know if it's going anywhere. I don't know if I even know what I'm saying. I don't know if I'm going to get halfway through this analogy and realize it doesn't make sense at all. But I'm going to sit down and do it just for the sake of sitting down and doing it. Of channeling something through. And this idea that we can get comfortable with our mediocrity is so interesting to me. Because what an amazing thing it is to be okay with and eventually be loving towards these mediocrities within yourself. Is that the way you use that word? I don't fucking know. With all the ways that you're mediocre and like what a concept what a fucking concept because i think so many of us are like we hear that and we go but wait because you're supposed to be you know super powerful and you're supposed to be a best-selling author and you're supposed to have all these dreams that was her idea was that don't let your dreams get in the way of your life Don't let this big picture you have of yourself get in the way of creating just to create, of being just to be. And that's like, it doesn't mean that you don't have the capacity to be a best-selling author, to be a this or to be a that. It just means that the striving is so fucking exhausting and can be filled with so much suffering if you're not okay with the idea that when you let an idea go that it might not be received that nine times out of ten it won't be received by loads and loads and loads and loads and loads and loads and loads loads of people like when we're okay with that we can do literally anything and couple that with the idea that you do have the power to co-create your life, bitch, you are completely unstoppable. 
and everything you want can be handed to you. It's just a matter of are you willing to do the fucking digging to even see what you want? And not not do the digging and not do... There's a difference between digging and searching. And I chose that language for a reason because it's already there. It's just buried. And so it's not that you need some sort of search party to go and help you look for this thing within yourself. It's like you just need to take off all the crap that's been piled on top of it. That in some ways could have helped you, sure, but isn't helping you now. And if you're at a safe place in your life, you're at a stable, maybe, place in your life. And that doesn't mean stable that everything in your life is perfect, that your house is clean, and that your your kids have good grades, and that, like, whatever, like... It just means that you have a stable enough mind or maybe perspective. Maybe a grounded enough perspective to know that it is your choice. I don't know. I'm, um, I feel like the tank is running on empty. And I don't want to push this any further than it wants to go. I'm also really fucking hungry. So thanks for listening to this episode. This is Phases. And I would give you a what this podcast is tangent. But this podcast is everything and anything and always. So that's what this is. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, feel free to review. If you didn't. Don't worry about it. It's fine, as Glennon Doyle would say. Have a good one, y'all, and I'll see you when I see you. Bye. Mm-hmm.